going on, everybody? My name is Nathan Seiler. You are listening to Iron Sharpens Iron. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined right alongside your other host, Dominic Appleton. Very excited to be here today, especially because we get to talk to Dylan Staggy, one of our favorite people ever. Dylan, please give us an introduction, my friend. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm honored to be on the podcast. I've listened to quite a few of these, and uh, you know, I love what you guys are doing. So excited to finally be able to be able to say some of my own words on it. Um, but my name is Dylan Staggy. I just graduated from IU last year with these two fine fellas, um, majored in marketing and business analytics. And now I work in Fishers, Indiana, uh, with my dad's cell phone case company called Scooch. Uh, we have some of the most functional cell phone accessories around, so make sure you check out scoochcase.com. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> dude, I, I love seeing you, man. Dude, it's just an absolute joy to have you on the show. Um, you mentioned Scooch, um, and I will be honest with you, those phone cases are incredible. Can you tell, like you, you mentioned they're very functional? Can you tell us like kind of like what they do? Um, oh yeah. Um, so our, our two main cases, one's called the, the wing man, um, which I think is the one that I, that I gave to Nathan. Uh, it's got a little kickstand on the back, so you can, you can stand it up to watch videos. You can stand it up at your desk. So you don't have to, you know, crane your neck over to look at every time you get a notification. Um, it helps you grip it. So many things, so many things the wing man does the wing mate you can put three or four uh, credit cards in the back of your case every time. So, and it's also hidden. People won't even know that you have a wallet case. It's, it's awesome. Wow. That sounds incredible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say, I think that should just be the official, like the phone case of iron sharpens iron right there is the the scooch, the scooch. Yes. The Uh, official (laughs) phone case. Iron sharpens iron. (laughs) Well, I I loved it too, because uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, the Kelly school of business, IU, um, which is awesome, but we actually had several classes um, together at IU um, which was just really incredible. I, I remember working on, um, <laughs> it's like school projects in the basement of, uh, St. Paul's with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mark Strat last semester. That was, that, that was a lot of fun. It was, it was the best. And, um, I'm not to, not to brag or anything, but I think we ended up winning that, uh, that team competition there. Yes, um, we did. Uh, yeah. The, by the power of God. <laughs> it was funny Dom because um it, it was kind of based on your stock price like this was the um like kind of the marketing you had to like create it was like a it was like a simulation basically and you yeah. had all these different marketing decisions and based on your marketing decisions and they'd run the simulation and like every period your um stock price would either like go up or go down from the very beginning our stock price shot up to like a thousand like immediately everyone <laughs> else was down like at a hundred and like nobody could catch us the entire rest of the way so we were just we were just kind of like chilling the whole time we were like man we all should have invested early um that's all I, that's all i gotta say you know <laughs> that was one of my favorite school projects that i've ever done no lie so and it was great to do it with you too nathan Right, right. <laughs> it was it was incredible, man. And the other thing too is you and Anna Scott, who are Anna Nieto now, yes, um, who we had on the podcast earlier, were rector coordinators of the HA retreat. And uh, Lance Sprecher and I were also uh, rector coordinators. So, kind of tell us a little bit about like 
I guess like, yeah, how HA kind of shaped your, uh, your faith life in a way. Oh, HA is very beautiful for, for those of you who don't know who's your awakening. I, I, you talk about it like every podcast. So I'm sure the, the longtime listeners know by now. Um, but just a beautiful retreat that we had at, um, IU for the last few years. Uh, it, it's shaped my faith journey in so many ways, just being able to worship God and kind of take away a whole weekend for prayer and for growing in community. And uh, I mean, I can't describe too much because uh, there's some there's some really fun things that happen on Hoosier Awakening. So if you're currently a student at IU and have not been on Hoosier Awakening, now is your now is your time to go. Um, but just being able to grow closer to people like you guys uh, through those retreats and just being able to work together towards a common goal too with all the staffers was just such a beautiful thing uh, and really helped to bring me closer to God. Yeah. Um, and I actually went on that retreat and it was awesome. I was the, one of the retreats for Dylan's retreat and oh my gosh, it changed my life. So yeah. So um definitely say yes if you're considering going on a retreat or just look for one because that small little mustard seed of a yes could turn into a humongous fruitful plant of faith that could just come from this tiny little yes and this tiny little weekend given to the lord so don't be afraid to do that because man oh man that ha changed my life you guys for sure Tom, did you just call yourself a fruitful plant <laughs> that's how i would describe dom i think that's, that's a great way to describe dom actually that's like every time i i mention you in conversation i'm just like yeah this guy he, he's just, he's just plant, man, you know? that's right it. that is a fantastic way to describe it um and it's actually going to be part of my glory story so um Ooh. just a little sneak peek there um but let's go ahead and dive into it here guys um once again you're listening to iron sharpens iron um yeah, it's a podcast and it's three, well, two guys. And we usually invite a, a guest on the show or a couple guests. And uh, we just like to share our stories. We like to share life and we like to share faith in an effort to lead hearts closer to Jesus Christ. Uh, we just want to say thank you. Um, thank you so, so much uh, for joining us here today. Um, wherever you're listening, uh, it just means the world to us um, to just know that you are listening and that you are um, sharing this faith with us. Um, it is just beautiful to know that. Um, also, just a disclaimer uh, that we say before every podcast, but we have to have to say it, uh, <laughs> that we are not uh, spiritual directors. We are not trained in any way um, to give uh, Catholic teaching. We don't have uh, PhDs or um, we haven't been to the seminary um, or anything like that. So we haven't even gotten that kind of training or, or you know, at all. Um, thing is, is that we are just lay guys on this show who are uh, striving for a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ every week, every day. And, um, and we like to share that uh, with each other and with others and with our guests. And we like to hear those stories. So we hope that you're excited to hear those too. But if there is something that touches your heart, please take it to prayer. And if not, that's okay too. Because um, this is just our stories. So that's beautiful. Um, that's, my, that's my favorite part of every podcast. Uh, in all seriousness, though, like, please disregard 50% of what I say. <laughs> I hope that in all of my blabbering tonight, you may take away one thing that'll that'll improve your improve your prayer or just any part of your any part of your journey towards God. I love that humility, Dylan, and I know that we will. So thank you for saying that, buddy. Sure. Yeah. And we have yeah, we have to say it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm glad it's your favorite part, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it is true though, um, because you know, again, maybe one day we'll have some kind of degree or something. But right now, again, we are just yeah, we're just guys who enjoy you know following Jesus. So um, that's who we are. So that's awesome. Um, anywho, if you if you are listening, uh, please subscribe. Please rate us. Uh, we love to hear your feedback. Also, please play a rosary. Please pray a rosary with us. Um, that we do that at 5.45 a.m. Central Time on Instagram Live. Um, so that is beautiful. Look us up on Instagram. And also, yeah, if you have any feedback or if you want to join the show, um, or even if you just have any, like, glory stories or, or just anything, um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and then speaking of glory stories, um, Dylan, would you like to kick us off with a glory story this week? Sure. Um, honestly, I couldn't really think of any any great ones this week, though it was great to uh... – visit Bloomington and see all my favorite Hoosier Catholic people like Dom. I wanted to uh, share a couple of stories from a few weeks ago. So I went to the seat conference, saw Nathan there. It was awesome. Uh, so yeah. many great things. But it's actually after that, that I was able to have a couple of great conversations with people. Um, one with a, a few friends that were either pretty lukewarm in their faith or uh, had just fallen away from the church. Um, and honestly, we weren't even talking anything near like my experience at seek or anything like that. But uh, I just got to share like some things about my heart and about our faith that, you know, a lot of times we don't really get the opportunity to very freely. Um, so that was really nice. And then uh, also a coworker asked me about my experience at Seek and he isn't super religious or anything. Um, so just getting to share a little bit of my heart too with him uh, was really cool. So like you said earlier, Dom, the, some of the small yeses, you know, can lead to bigger things in ways that we, we, we can't even imagine. So that was pretty cool. Amen, dude. That's so beautiful. I, I love that. And I uh I love what you said, Dylan, about just like um just like how joyful you were in the opportunity to share about your faith. It's not something that you usually get to talk about and how joyful you were. And even before this this um this episode started recording in your prayer, um you said that like you were really thankful for the the technology that we have so that we can all talk over in three different cities. And I thought that was so true. Um, and what a good glass half full way to look. And it makes me so thankful that I get to come and listen to your story and listen to people's stories every single week. So I'm so thankful for this and so thankful for you, man. And yeah, wow, what a beautiful glory story and great perspective. So thank you, dude. I'm, I've already learned something. Look at that. 50% <laughs> plus, dude. So praise God. Woo. Um, For for me, I uh, yeah, I'll keep this really quick. I So Sarah and I have been talking, I mean, preparing for our wedding and everything which is important and super fun um but then it's easy to get fixated on the future right and her and i are both very um excited about the future like we can't wait we can't wait and then in the homily today uh which was from the archbishop the archbishop came who i know nate knows well because he was the archbishop um, the bishop in evansville he talked about just um how just in a lot of ways, the enemy can try to take our mind off the present and it can, can force us to continue to, to just be longing for something that we don't have to the point where we just live our lives thinking that we're just one step away from this happiness that is actually ours right now. 
And the Eucharist is one way in which we get to experience and see the beauty and the suffering and the challenges around us right now to witness that beauty. Um, that we talk about being veiled, beauty is veiled, you know, and, and stuff. And just to sort of see these things in our surroundings um, right now in this um, perspective of love and just to be content with the fact that I'm receiving God in the Eucharist right at this moment. What more could I want? I have the Lord. So it was just a beautiful, it was like he was speaking directly to Sarah and myself and, and a really good um, kind of testimony to me to, to personally slow down and to be very thankful in what I have been given and who I am right at this moment. There's like this song, it's like, a, you're going to miss this. It's a country song. Nate, I know you probably would like it because I know you're a country <laughs> fan. I'm a country fan too. No, I don't know if you've heard that song, but if you haven't listened to it, I, I suggest just looking it up because there's a lot of good wisdom in some country songs, but it's, it's yeah, they're, they're people are constantly focused on the future. Um, you're planning even and sometimes in prayer, like, what am I going to eat for dinner? What am I going to work out? How am I going to get all this work done? Just, no, 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 just wait, stop. You're in the presence of the Lord. He is, he just wants to pour into you. And so just remembering that and being so excited, um, that was my glory story. And so it just led to a good union with God, which is why I'm here. I'm here to love the Lord. That's, that's the reason I was put on this earth. So <laughs> super exciting to remember that. Dom, I, I think the only thing I, I need to say here is you're going to miss this. You're going to want this back. You're gonna have gone by so fast. Yeah. That's, that's the song, all right? Like that's so yep. beautiful though, man. Um and dude, it, it, you're so right, man. Um because the thing is, is like we only get a few really a, just a few years on this earth if you really think about it, right? And it's so crazy because um Carly, um, uh, I think this is her dad, um told her this whenever she was growing up, and uh, he said, basically we, we, we wish for a lot of things and, uh, he'd, he'd tell her, um, you're going to wish your life away. Um, and I think that I, I fall into that so often, like, man, I wish, I wish things were like this. I wish things were better. I wish I was, I, I, what, I wasn't flawed in this way, or I wish I was better at that, whatever it may be. Or I wish, you know, the wedding could be today and not, you know, eight months or now or whatever it is. Right. You know what I mean? I wish these things, but the thing is, is like today is the gift, right? We aren't promised eight months from now, so enjoy it. Be here, right? Um, which is a lot easier said than done, I've noticed in my own heart, but it's definitely something to always continue striving for, man. So just, yeah, that was awesome. Um, my glorious story this week, I, I kind of prefaced it earlier. We were talking about HA, and uh, they have a Hoosier Awakening retreat um, back at IU coming up. And um, recently, a, a friend of mine um, who was on the speech team with me, uh, back at modern day high school, uh, go Wildcats. Um, and it was awesome <laughs> because he also went to IU and he was one year below me And every single semester. Cause I had gone on the retreat freshman year and every single semester that he was there, I kept inviting him. I was like, all right, dude, you got to go on the retreat this, uh, this semester. And he was always like, Oh, I have work that weekend. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm going home. Whatever it is. It was usually a good excuse, but still was like, dang it. Oh man. Like, I really want you to go. Okay. So last semester that I was there, um, he finally said, yes, and so I'm driving him up there and um, the, the the small group that he was in, he only he was the only person for like a day. And so I was like, I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, man, I was really hoping that he would like get to meet all these other people. Thing is, two semesters later, he is not only a small group leader, but he's also giving a talk. Yeah. At the That's to me, 
is, is what happens whenever Dom is saying, yeah, there's like this little mustard seed. Yes. Can turn into so much more. Like you never know what God is calling you to. And I think we had Kobe on the show just a couple episodes ago. He said he has a philosophy that if God is, if there's anything involving God where he feels called to his, his default answer is yes. Because what could go wrong whenever you're saying yes to God? Because if it's not what God wants, then you probably know pretty soon. But if it is what God wants, well, guess who you're saying yes to? You're saying yes to him, right? Um, so I just love that, you know, if, if somebody invites you or in, and I'm pointing the finger at myself, you know what I mean? To invite you into a deeper relationship with Christ, like say yes um, and see where, it, see where it leads. So I just think that was a really cool um, like demonstration of like what can happen in just a year regards to not wanting to go on this retreat to giving a talk at the retreat i mind blown so wow that that is so beautiful that is a glorious story Nate. and <laughs> for those of us listening that weren't at that retreat um it was so cool because we have the testimonies at the end and and uh and luke gave came up and just like was like that man nate just kept on asking me and asking me and asking me <laughs> and and, it, and so like it was so cool to see like People constantly say like, hey, invite this person to mass, invite this person to street over and over and over again. And you can get discouraged, right? But Nate, you just continued to ask and you didn't get discouraged. And you you were like the prodigal father, like where you just continue to call back, call back, call back and never got discouraged. Your love was um, unconditional and, and complete. So that, that just was really cool how that worked out. And um, yeah, it was like the perseverance of the person knocking at the door in prayer. Uh, what I think of when I think of that in the Bible, and it's just it just shows that, yeah, people... I personally am very prideful when people ask me to do things. And mm-hmm. so it, it, for me, that that's a barrier that I need to overcome and say, this person's not asking me out of their interest. They're asking me out, out for my interest. So, so yeah, so on both sides, there's a lot of things that need to be rectified. You just can keep a sense of original sin, but just keep on asking because it works. And people will realize that they're asking, that, that you're asking them not for your own benefit, but for theirs. So, so yeah, oh, so yeah. just a beautiful example. Dylan, go. Yeah, you have I was, I was watching a clip of Sarah Swafford earlier this week. And I thought it was so true. Like she was mentioning how so many people's stories begin from that same way of just persistent invitation from someone. And then like that other part too, that we've talked about like three times now, just that small yes. And just leading to something more. I feel like that's, that's just all of our stories. Wow. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. okay, on this note, let's just get into this. We got to pray. Okay, let's do it. Praise God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, thank you for this beautiful day together. Um, Lord Jesus, the, the world has many things uh, that asks for our yes. And a lot of those promise to empower us. They promise to... Uh, give us success and beauty and fame and all these types of things. But what they end up doing is enslaving us and leading us down a wrong path and um, taking away our freedom and our ability to love you and others. Um, You, on the other hand, ask us to give of ourself. Um, Our yes to you is challenging. It requires a great feel and it can feel like we're giving up the things of this world um, and we eventually realize that we can't live this life on our own we, we we ask in many ways just to surrender up to you lord and when we do that 
you don't make us a slave. Uh, you put a ring on our finger and your cloak on our back and you make us a son. Um, our yes to you does not result in slavery, but results in sonship and daughtership. It results in freedom and it results in being combined and united with your heavenly love so that we can love you and love others in a way that we couldn't imagine beforehand. So thank you for freeing us. Thank you for sanctifying us. Thank you for making us greater than we could ever be on our own. And give us the strength, give us the humility, give us the perseverance to say yes to you when other people ask um, in the place of you and to ask others as well um, when we feel called to do so. Mrs. Mother, please be with us and guide us throughout our lives so that we may always go closer to you. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. All right, Dylan, my friend, tell us about your faith and why you love Jesus. Uh, the classic question to start. Um, man, I mean, I'm going to give the same answer at first as everyone else because he loved me first. And I mean, he's the he's the fulfillment of every every desire that we have. Um, just the fulfillment of of everything, period. Um, in our lives so because of that but I suppose you also probably want to know how I came to came to know that um, so I'll also give my testimony uh, I, I was raised Catholic baptized right after I was born um, went to Catholic school my whole life uh, preschool through high school which is so beautiful I'm so thankful for my parents for being able to do that um, we also went to mass every Sunday, which was also so awesome. So many people, uh, really just don't even get that. Um, but there is still something, something lacking in my, in my faith through all that. So it all kind of, it all kind of changed when I went to college and just like you, we were talking about earlier, just a small yes led to something so much bigger. The first week of school, they had a faith fest event, and I was really just curious. I knew there was a couple of Catholic churches around around Bloomington. I wanted to know which one the students went to, so I didn't look out of place with the adults or or anything like that. Uh, maybe make a couple of friends. Who knows? Um, and when I was there, my good friend now, Matt Weninger, uh, was at the Hoosier Catholic booth and he invited me to join a Bible study. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not getting Catholic education anymore. So it'd be, it'd be a good thing, I guess, to say yes to a Bible study. What the heck? Um, and I mean, at that point, my faith was really not much more to me than just going to mass on Sunday, just checking the box like that. And some of the, some of the nice things we learned in theology class in high school was kind of all my all I really knew all that my faith was to me I, I didn't really have a personal relationship with Jesus or anything close to that um, but just going to this Bible study I was able to grow so much closer to the guys over the next few weeks and then they invited me to go on Hoosier Awakening everyone else was going so I was like I guess I have to go too uh, so I ended up signing up for Hoosier Awakening 11 or 11 7 um, also, <laughs> but that was much later. Um, 
and there I just met so many people like Nathan, who is also on Hoosier Awakening 7 for the first time. Um, and honestly, like at that point, I still didn't really have a great encounter with God, but I saw something in the people there that I knew that they wanted God and I wanted them. So I knew like, I must also be wanting God, desiring God in that sort of way. Um, and so a few weeks later, I ended up signing up for Seek 2019 in Indianapolis, um, which was also so great. We had over 100 people from IU go that year. So that was so awesome. Um, and in adoration there, uh, I had just thought about some things that I hadn't thought about in a long time and I never really involved God in them my family had gone through several different just trials in like a period from my eighth grade year to my junior year of high school um, and I had never really involved God in this and like any of these situations at all really prayed about them at all but that night in adoration I don't know how to explain it but I just could see how God was working through each of those situations. And thanks be to God, like most of them turned out to be pretty positive. Um, so I could just see how he was working through those. And, you know, I, I, I have no other words to explain it. Um, and from that moment on, I've known that I wanted a relationship with God and that he was also calling me to, share that with other people um and to just serve him and so since then it's been just such a beautiful journey lots of lots of ups and downs since then uh, but seriously one of the most beautiful journeys the most beautiful journey that i've been in on my life led me to do so many crazy things like lead these ha's with you guys go to peru with you guys this past year um so yeah, that's that's my story. Dude, what? Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, thank you um for sharing that. Um that was beautiful, man. I, you mentioned wanting God. Um like that there's like that desire there whenever you saw others wanting him like you also wanted God. I was kind of like wondering if you could like dive into that like desire a little bit more. Like what was that like in a way? Mm -hmm. I think just that, I don't know how to describe it, just that connection with other people, like knowing that they also desired me, I think was a big part of it. Um, there's so many great people at Uja Catholic at St. Paul's that just wanted me to know God as well. Um, and, you know, as St. Paul says, we are God's hands and feet on this earth. So that really was like... God building up a desire for himself through other people. Um, so I guess that's, that's the best way I, I can describe it. Dude, uh, Yeah, that is absolutely beautiful. And I was actually, I was also at that faith fest. Um, that oh day. yeah. I might've run into you actually. I think uh, Branson Schrader threw a Frisbee to me and then like called me over. I was like, all right, I guess I'll talk to these Catholic people. <laughs> um, but dude, you also mentioned like 
because I also went to, to Catholic high school and um, like not realizing that a personal relationship with Jesus Christ was a possibility. I think that was the key part of like what Hoosier Catholic and Hoosier Awakening like kind of opened up for me, like that whole reality of like, oh my gosh, like this isn't just an idea. This isn't just a philosophy. This isn't just like a way of life. This is a relationship, right? This is a person who I can be in relationship with. This is a God who knows me, but I can also know him in a way who can, you know, constantly reveals himself more and more to me. Um, it's just beautiful because you'll never like, no matter if you pray an hour a day for the rest of your life or two hours a day, you'll never be able to fully comprehend God and all of his majesty and all of his mystery. Like God, Dylan, if you do ever like fully understand, like tell me, um, <laughs> I don't think I will ever get to that point. So, um, but it's just beautiful because it's like, he constantly reveals um, himself to us but I was watching a, a Father Mike video this week it's like he also reveals us to us um, mm. which I think is really really interesting um, so let's keep you rolling here uh, Dylan so again you kind of mentioned in your intro you just graduated from IU marketing it was awesome um, getting to know you there but now you're working um, learning how to adult everything like that so i guess kind of walk us through like what that transition was like and then also how you continue to prioritize your faith um not only in college but then like also transitioning into that adult uh, working life if you will yeah i mean i won't lie there's a lot of challenges but a, a lot of a lot of graces too um just being apart from such a great community like Hoosier Catholic has been hard. I miss you guys like so much all the time. And like I, I was saying in my story, like such a big part of my conversion and the building up of my faith over the past four years. Um, so I, I've learned, I'm, I am still learning that it's a beautiful journey to kind of build that back up in a new place. Um, but ultimately, the the basics that we are all striving for to get to God are all the same things. Um, I mean, we talked about Acts two forty two and focused discipleship a, a million times over over the last four years. Uh, prayer, breaking of the bread, uh, teachings of the apostles, and fellowship. And really, like, thought it would be more different apart from apart from college and apart from focused discipleship and all that. But I mean, it's really just it's really just the same thing. Um, so just striving for all those things. As far as like fellowship, I've been going to my parish's young adult event, and really, there's some there's some great people there. So that's been awesome. Uh, they also have a perpetual adoration chapel at my parish and it's only four minutes away. Um, so that's been, that's been awesome for prayer as well. We also have some pretty convenient daily mass times, um, 8 AM and 6 PM, which means that I can go there before work or after work. And I know, I know a lot of people don't have that luxury, so I'm very blessed to be able to have that. Yeah is awesome dude that is awesome i i think one of the first things that I, I loved about your response is that the lord is maybe the one consistency that you can have when you're moving from place to place especially on the transition after 
um, college and into um, your working life. It's it's so beautiful that, yeah, a lot of things changed. Um, you're outside of this community now, but the way you pursued the Lord is almost like the exact same. <laughs> you had the yeah. four like basic pillars. I mean, I thought it would, I th- guess I thought it would be more different, but I mean, it really is just, you know, Jesus calling us to the same thing everywhere. Wow. That's so beautiful, dude. The other super quick thing too was you mentioned missing like Dom and I, and I hope you know how much we miss you as well, man. Um, Because the thing is, I was actually talking to Andrea, who we had on the show recently, and I was telling her, I was like, it's so weird being in a completely new town um, away from all of your friends from college and even friends from home, because it feels like you're doing long distance with everyone, not just your girlfriend. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not only doing long distance with Carly, I'm also doing long distance with Dom. I'm doing long distance with you, Dylan. I'm doing long distance with my family members, um, doing long distance with everyone, right? Everyone who who meant so much to me in my formation um, growing up. Um, and so, yeah, as you transition to that new that new place, that new life, it's so, it's such a blessing to have that, that anchor, that root um, set in Christ so that no matter where you go, like you can ha- at least, at least have something that's uh, a stable in a way. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. And what a gift to be able to, um, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I, Nate and Dylan, it's, it's so hard and uh, I'm praying for you guys. It's, it's, a, it's a trial and very much so a struggle, but it's also, um, in a lot of ways, such a good gift to just to be able to like, it's again, it's, I always go back to this theory of it. It's just like the Lord is like romancing your heart. Like he just is so excited that he gets to spend that extra time with you. and He gets to learn more about you and always trying to do like one of his main goals is to teach you rely on me, like invest in me, like make me like that emotional support stuffed animal that you need. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so think about it that way. And, and in those moments of suffering, like offer those up to him and, and allow him to, to turn those into a fruitful plant that uh, that I'm trying to be and that most people should be, but allow him to turn those those things into fruit because uh, the Lord redeemed us through his suffering and everyone can suffer. So it was very unique that he chose that to be his his means of, of redemption and salvation for us. And so be very honored that we can do that. But dude, that's, that's so beautiful. I think, um, yeah, I, I just love what you said. I want to jump into virtue. Um, so you, you've been striving for it lately, and, and that's probably part of your transition um, into your new life now. Um, but just just describe me a little bit about what what that's been like to to um, be striving for virtue in your life, and uh, and why are you striving for it? Yeah, I mean, you guys both mentioned like consistency across like you know different places. Like virtue is one thing too that you know can be super consistent, and that you know you have to strive for in every area. And it looks different in a lot of different areas. Um, So I think like, especially in a work setting, I think a lot of people like limit virtue to just church things or just even relationships. And obviously it's important um, in both of those settings, but as a, as a new working man, I think about it a lot in my, in my job and just like, trying to put forth a consistent good effort every day that I, that I go in and work at Scooch. I mean, as much as I love Scooch and everything, like it is hard to be consistent and excellent every single day um, in what I do. And I mean, you see the same thing in like relationships and everything. We have to continue to, 
to strive for virtue. Um, and you asked why, uh, why it's important to strive for virtue too. I mean, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jordan Peterson. Um, he talks about like the dangers of nihilism a lot, which is if you're not familiar, like just the philosophy of like nothing matters. Um, and I feel like virtue, like is just virtue is simply just pursuing the good. And it's like the opposite of that. And nihilism can lead us down so many like ugly paths. And, and you can see that across like cultures and individual people too, who have just done evil things. Um, so, I mean, we have to pursue virtue for just to not, just to not pursue nihilism um, because, you know, if you give up that faith and that hope, that's kind of the path that you might lead down. Um, also, I think virtue is important uh, because it helps like bring others closer to God through your example yeah. by living a virtuous life. Like it means so much more than you know your your best argument for god's existence or for the catholic church or whatever whatever it might be i forget which saint said it but i think he said preach the gospel use words when necessary and i think virtue is such an important part of that dude you mentioned there um that virtue is the pursuit of good um and i was wondering how how do you or like what do you think like is the good or like how do you know what the good is i mean the good is god so i mean just pursuing god and and everything we do um putting him above everything knowing him having a relationship with him like that's how that's how we know what the good is yeah, dude. Well, it kind of, yeah, it all kind of ties back to that, like, personal relationship. Like, if we don't know, like, if Jesus is the good, right, and he represents and stands for and lived everything good, and we don't know him, how are we ever expected to actually pursue virtue in our own lives, right? Because we might think we're striving for virtue, but we actually might not be. <laughs> right? Um, kind of crazy to think about. You also mentioned excellence there. Um, and I was wondering, like, what is that like the virtue that you're striving for the most now? Or like, I guess, how are you like pursuing excellence in general? Yeah, I'd say that's one that I'm thinking about a lot as a as a new working man. Uh, basically, I, I guess I just describe it. I don't know if you guys have anything to add to this, but just like putting forth a consistent, good effort at basically anything, but especially, especially at work, you know, I'm thinking about it a lot. Um, so, and I think a lot of other virtues too, like a common thing across all of them is just self-denial. Um, and so putting aside like something that's super relevant at work is just the distractions of my phone or my computer or, just anything that that can distract me from work and not that I have to like be productive every single minute of the day. Um, but I mean, those things are just so tempting and they're there for me all the time. Um, so that's something that I've just been thinking about a lot, trying to deny myself 
in those ways for the good of the organization that I work for. Um, and of course you can apply that to like everything, like a relationship, a dating relationship, a marriage relationship. Um, you know how often like in, in the dating and marriage talks, we hear about self-denial and how important that is to give yourself for the good of the other. Um, but so yeah, excellence, excellence is something that I've been striving for, especially in the workplace. Wow, Dylan, that is beautiful, dude. Praise God. I, I can feel it. I can feel this level of excellence off of you, dude. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. You sound like Aristotle. Um, He is a big guy on virtue. Nicomachean <laughs> ethics, big book on virtue Um, that I would honestly recommend that you would read a Christian book on virtue first. But if you're looking for supplemental stuff, he's smart, too. But um, but so he was. But he, yeah, As, that aside, aside. I think one of the things that I love that you were talking about was that you ended with relationship. And I was um, doing some, uh, I, I'm, Sarah and I are going on this um, uh, marriage prep retreat in a couple of weeks. And we were reading about um, nihilism, actually, and um, just just faith in general. And it it's, it's really interesting that a lot of the issues in our world come from this individualist, like, I'm created for me. I'm just a personal human being with a relationship that's just like that. That's an add-on part, right? Um, but if we view our lives that we were like born out of relationship and born for relationship and created to love, you know, that that virtue has a little bit more of a central place in our hearts. And, and we're not just striving for virtue to elevate ourselves, but to elevate others, and most importantly, to elevate God. And so I loved how you had that as your... Um, kind of motivation at the end because it's so true i mean that's that's kind of our central point for um true and good virtue it's born out of love i think that's that's so beautiful and um it's it's awesome to be able to um, strengthen yourself by saying no to yourself uh, blessed mother says you have to be able to know yourself say no to yourself in the small things to be able to say yes to yourself in the big things so so i love that that's beautiful i one thing i want to ask really quick is so what's next? Um, what's next in your faith journey on this pursuit of virtue? Um, how, what, what are you, how are you going to improve in your own personal and faith life going forward? Um, well, actually, I'm really excited for uh, Lent. I didn't do the Exodus. I'm not doing the full Exodus Lent like I did last year, um, which is really beautiful. I've honestly never felt closer to the Lord than I did um, at that point. And I would totally recommend for anyone trying to pursue virtue or just pursue God in general, like some form of exodus or just being serious about giving something up for Lent, even if it's something good um, to be able to give to God to know that you're replacing that good or maybe even something bad with him instead. Um, so I'm excited for that. I, I'm doing a number of things from the list, but definitely not all of them. Um, <laughs> uh, so just that's an important part of virtue. And I guess something that, that's coming up relatively soon. I mean, other than that, just trying to pursue the Lord and stay close to him through the sacraments and also just try to get to people get to know the people around me. Um, there's a great organization, Indie Catholic, that I'm trying to get more involved with as well. 
near me along with my parish and get to know those people, hopefully bring them closer to Christ and allow them to bring me closer to Christ as well. So. Amen, dude. I love that so much, man. The other thing too, I wanted to quickly mention um, about your previous answer about excellence really quick was you mentioned consistency because I think um, like what you just said, like doing a lot of those things is great. But I think if you're just like doing them one time, um, probably not the greatest, right? It's like this, okay, not only am I going to commit to this one thing like today, but also like tomorrow as well. Um, this like, okay, I, I like I want to focus more at work. Do it and then do it again tomorrow and then do it again the next day, right? That, that's where excellence kicks in. It's not the, okay, I did it one day. Good job, me. Pat, pat myself on the back and go back to what I was doing, right? And I think that's what like a lot of like those Exodus programs really kind of um, promote is this like, it's this 90 day thing where you are, you're living a new lifestyle almost, right? Um, which is beautiful, man. And I think that self-denial, um, we talk about fasting, right? A lot. Um, being able to fast from something good it's not like it's 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 a good in and of itself, simply due to the fact that you can say no to yourself. And being able to yeah. say no to yourself is it's a hard thing, but it's beautiful. It's like a hard concept to wrap your mind around as well. Cause I mean, our world, our culture will tell us that like, you know, if something's good, like why would you why would you ever give it up? Um, yeah. and you know, some of these things that you have to give up through exodus or you know whatever it might be in your life um they are good things but we become enslaved by them we make idols out of them and you know that's why that's why it is good to give them up so that you can you can say no to yourself like you were saying um and to also have the strength to say no to things that might be bad for you as well so dude, kind of to wrap us up here. So what challenges have you personally faced? And also in regards to maybe our listeners um, striving for virtue, what advice would you give to them as they uh, continue to strive for virtue in their own lives? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the biggest challenge towards virtue is just our own sinful nature as humans. <laughs> um, no matter how many no matter how many times you know you pursue virtue and even I, I do think it gets easier the more that you do it um but I, I mean I feel like I've been trying for for four years but every morning I still want to I still want to pick up my phone and look at my fantasy football team for the millionth time that week and you know not make time for prayer or mass before work or you know just being at work and I still like no matter how many times I deny myself, I still want to pick up Clash of Clans and raid instead of getting a project done at work. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like that's the biggest challenge to virtue. I guess our culture as well, uh, just not not understanding why why you would pursue virtue in the first place. Or, I mean, some of the things I think would even be obvious. Uh, to our culture and virtue but some of them some of them are not so that's another challenge as well um and i guess advice 
Um, Dom, you mentioned like pursuing virtue out of love earlier. I think a lot of times, and Monsignor Shea uh, mentioned this in his talk at Seek uh, for the Men, which was so good. Um, like we switch up the blessing in our heads so many times. We, and like this applies to virtue because we think we might have to pursue virtue to earn God's blessing, but it's just completely the other way around. We have God's blessing and he is so good. That should make us want to pursue virtue. So, I mean, we, we have to remember that first. Otherwise, our, our virtue is just going to turn into resentment because we can't earn God's blessing. Uh, he's already given it to us. So I think that's the number one thing to to remember. Boom, dude. Wow, Mike drop, dude. You saved the best answer for the end. Dylan, that was gorgeous. Thank you, man. Holy cow. Um, that's that's incredible. I, I love that. I remember Medjugorje, some priest said fasting, you know, um, these different things that are saying no to yourself all the time. It's not to achieve some sonship, it's to help you realize the sonship and the kingship that you have already been given by the Lord. It's just to help you realize who you already are because of what God has given you. And so it's just so beautiful to understand that we have been given all the graces we need to accomplish these things. That's that's absolutely gorgeous, dude. So what what incredible advice. Um and one thing one more thing that I want to say based on your response is uh is yeah dude like it's it's hard. Um I I think with with fasting and and with Lent coming up it's it's uh there's, there's a book by St. Francis de Sales that I would really recommend to everybody listening called The Introduction to the Devout Life, which he wrote for lay people. And uh, and it's um, Nate, Nate's perked up, so he might have read it already, which I wouldn't be surprised because the dude <laughs> I want has to, been. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. And yeah. um, and so one of the things he says is that when you're fasting, you want to find the things that you could be attached to. And, and that's really what you should focus on because every little thing that you're attached to is just um, drawing your attachment away from the Lord. Um, and so every time that you can say no to those things, it allows you to be freed um, and vulnerable and available for the Lord to come in and solidify his relationship with you. And I wish that was all that we had to do, but no, it's uh, there's a fasting in and of itself is good. But there's another layer, um, and this is just from St. Francis Sale. There's devotion, true devotion happens when we do those things, but we don't just do them, we do them joyfully. Um, and so so that is that's where the ticket comes in. And and trust me, I am I'm not preaching to the choir here because I have no idea how to do that in some <laughs> of these instances. It's so hard. Um, but but I think the start is just to realize we have been given a super awesome opportunity to win victories every day for the Lord. And as long as we're fighting, we will be victorious. <laughs> That's a super cool way to think about it. And so in, in that perspective, how can we not be joyful? Um, but so, yeah, so, so yeah, dude, I, I think it's it, virtue is a really tough thing, but to, to tackle it um, joyfully is, is the, the truly exciting route that we should take in our life so thank you so much man beautiful yeah dude dylan any last thoughts my friend uh i want to give a shout out 
to Olivia Wright. She told me that uh, she's listened to almost every episode um, of Iron Sharpens Iron so far. So shout out to her. I told her that I'd give her a shout out. So Olivia. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Tell her I said hello. Well, hello right now to Olivia. Oh, my gosh. What's uh, up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, we all met Olivia in Peru um, whenever we went down there to do uh, mission work with Alejo, with Enrique, with Andrea, uh, with, yeah, so many of the other guests. So I did mean Olivia Wright, although shout out Olivia Smith, too. She's awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is my bad. <laughs> Different Olivia. My, my bad. Yes, Olivia. I got to see both of them this weekend. So yes. Oh, my both God. Of them. That is too funny, but both Olivia's, if you, if they were both listening, hello. Um, but that is that is too too good. Oh my gosh, yes, what a blessing, dude. Um, yeah, the other only other thing I would add uh, to what you just said, Dylan, um, just about everything is that I think it's so much easier to pursue virtue whenever you have someone keeping you accountable, um, yes. fighting with you. Right. We, we talk about iron sharpens iron, everything like that thing is, if you go at this alone, if you go at virtue alone, if you go at, you know, striving for, for something good, it's hard. Um, it's going to be so much easier whenever you have somebody doing that with you. Um, and I look at Dom, I look at you, Dylan, and I'm like, I'm so blessed to have guys like this in my life to be able to strive with. So um, if you're listening, just like find that person. Maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your 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 son or daughter, maybe it's your mom or dad, uh, maybe it's a friend, you know, somebody's out there who's striving um, for something very similar to you and uh, do it together. Don't don't go at it alone. That's the only thing I would add to that. So Yeah, I love that. Wow. Oh Dylan, thank you so much for being on. This was incredible. Nate, I feel like you gotta close this out in prayer because otherwise <laughs> we'll be talking all night. <laughs> <laughs> You are kidding, Dom. Well, um, thank you all so much again um, for listening. Um, thank you, Dylan, for coming on the show. It's been a blessing seeing you, my friend. Um, and thank you for for spending this time with us, uh, for listening to our stories. So uh, we're going to wrap it up with prayer really quick. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hi, Jesus. Uh, come, Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Jesus, just thank you so much for uh, the gift of this moment, uh, for every heartbeat, for every breath that we receive, that you've given us. Um, thank you for the gift of friendship, for the gift of brotherhood, for the gift of each other, uh, for the gift of knowing you, uh, for revealing yourself to us and allowing our hearts to desire you because we know that you are the fulfillment of those desires and we just strive for you. We strive for virtue um, and please place those uh, desires on our hearts to want to know you better, to want to strive for the good, to strive for excellence, and to know that we are not going at this alone. That not only are you with us, but you have placed people in our lives to guide us to you. Lord Jesus, thank you. And allow our hearts to fully recognize that you are not only God, um, that you are not only this divine supreme being, but you're also our friend. You're also our brother. You are also Jesus, who we can have a personal relationship with. So come into our lives this day and send your Holy Spirit to animate our thoughts and our actions this week. Uh, we just give this to the Blessed Virgin, our mother, who is perfected as we pray. Uh, St. Joseph, terror of demons. Pray for, pray for us. us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.